0: Hello, this is Keith Anderson. And I'm Chris Roussel. And together, we we are Blood Blood Brothers.
1: Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we welcome everybody to the podcast. Stay tuned. The next episode is coming right up.
0: Hello, and welcome back to the Blood Brothers
1: Brothers
0: podcast. Podcast. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, this is episode two. In our first season together. Yes, yes. I'm so excited, man. I am too. I had fun with uh, episode one. Oh, that was great. It was. But we've got something special today. Yes, we do. We're going to be talking about Black History Month and the significance of such.
1: Now, am I going to have anything to say? <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> it's it's both of our observations and the benefit that we have as uh, people who live in America. What? I have a question. So um, when did Black History Month start? Sure. So when we think of Black History Month, we got to go back a little ways, mm-hmm. right? Uh, back in 1915, Carter G. Woodson, um, maybe a familiar name for you, but it's definitely uh, a patriarch for me. Uh-huh. He founded what's called the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. Hmm. Th- this association later became known as Asala, which is the Association for the Study of African American Life and History. Oh. And so I'm one of the founding members of the Central Virginia chapters of Asala right here in Lynchburg. Really?
1: Well, I, and this is an organization, I mean, I've heard of the NAACP. In fact, sure. I'm now a card-carrying member of yeah. the NAACP. <laughs> and I'm
0: proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I,
1: I'm, I'm thankful for the invitation to do so. Yes, sir. Um, but I've never heard of ASALA.
0: Yeah, ASALA is responsible for uh, curating, if you will, mm-hmm. African-American culture and accomplishments and the hidden figures, the jewels of American history. And it's not from uh, uh, Montebellum slavery times, Mm -hmm. but throughout the human experience of American culture, experience of yeah. uh, people of color. Yeah. So so uh, were you saying
1: then that this this group or this individual started Black History Month? So they started
0: the observance of what we now know as Black History Month okay. as uh, National Negro Week in 1926. Wow. So the association founded it in
1: 1915,
0: mm-hmm. but it... Emerge into this observance of a week-long celebration in 1926. Okay, but back in 1975, you and I were no, about that, five okay. years old. <laughs> That's right, right. <laughs> uh, President Ford issued a message in the, the observance of Black History Week, and that was in 1975. Okay, so 1975 it started off as a week as a week a national observance okay all right so remember it it started in 1926 Mm -hmm. through the association sure so it was largely in what i would consider the african-american or black community Mm -hmm. in 1926 but it wasn't celebrated at a national level and acknowledged by the government or the highest leaders sure. until we were about five years old in <laughs> 19, 1975. And how, and how long did it last for a week before it became a month? And it became a month in 1976. The next year? Uh-huh. Well, huh. you know what? It was, um, it was a, an anomaly. First of all, Carter G. Woodson chose the month of february not because of the length of the month and mm. It is the shortest month of the year debunking, debunking really some rumors that oh they only gave us the shortest month in a year yeah. to celebrate <laughs> no the reason that month was selected was because abe lincoln and frederick douglas were both born in the month of february oh. and so as a montage to them uh-huh. and their work and the um uh, Black culture or African American culture, whatever you want to call it, they shared that month in common. Hence, February. Well, there you well month. there you
1: go. Right. Well, there you go. Because because there was always that joke about why why did the blacks, uh, the Black History Month get the shortest month? Right? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. You know, it's it's interesting as I get older, uh, I reflect back on my early age education Mm -hmm. uh, as a a white person, person of privilege growing up. I mean, I was aware of some black heroes. And it's sad that at that time, I, I viewed them as black heroes, mm-hmm. not not as American heroes or just, just heroes, but I knew I knew of six, right? I jotted them down. I, I knew George Washington Carver. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm a big peanut butter <laughs> lover, so I, I knew where that stuff came sure. from. Uh, of course, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman, we learned in history class, Frederick mm-hmm. Douglass, and then uh, because I was interested in politics when I was young, Thurgood Marshall. Yeah. And I, I, I recognized and I viewed those individuals as... Uh, people who did great things, but I saw them as having done great things for the black community. Yeah, It's only as I've gotten older and have come to understand and appreciate that what's good for the black community is good for all of our community. It's for
0: our community, right? Yeah,
1: that's right. That's exactly right.
0: So in 1986, uh, Congress passed the public law, public law 99... Dash 244, mm-hmm. recognizing National Black History Month. Okay, for the first time, huh. there was uh, and that was in 86. In 86, we're about to graduate we are, high school.
1: Knocking on
0: the door. We're knocking on the door yep. of high school graduation, and that year in 86 was supposed to be recognized as the 60th anniversary of an annual public or private salute to black history mm. or the contributions mm. of black to American history. Right. And so I think that's what we need to uh, think about as we think about the importance or the significance. It's it's not establishing another history. Mm-hmm. It's the contribution to American history. Right, and, and the problem is all of America didn't know the significance of these players in American history. So, so
1: as you were growing up, mm-hmm. and whether it was pre nineteen eighty six or after nineteen eighty six, were you, how were you made aware of Black History Month? Yeah, and and were you aware of all of these important figures because you're part of the Black community? Figures that that other figures, other than the ones I listed, other figures mm-hmm. that i had have had no clue about it, and I'm only learning about now as sure fifty two year old man
0: as a a uh, fifty three year old man guess hello. what i hello <laughs> guess what i well fifty two <laughs> but guess what I learned I learned first that my hero was my dad oh and my mom yeah, those were my first heroes, right and so then they shared with me who their heroes were, oh wow. Right, and so uh the public stereotype of what it meant to be black uh in America looked totally different than what I experienced in my lived community mm-hmm. you know uh there's not a conversation on black on black crime mm-hmm. the conversation is there's crime
1: mm. right
0: right there there's not a conversation about the uh, disenfranchisement of Blacks in America, mm-hmm. not in my community. We talk about economic promise, economic growth and advancement, but we also talk about the negative sides, that there were some systematic things that happened mm-hmm. that caused uh, the plight of Black Americans to look different than the experiences of our neighbors look totally different from us, so for me, that formation started maybe from the cradle. Yeah, but it wasn't for Black History Month. It was this is where you need to recognize that you come from,
1: and, and is is that um, is this is the fact that you were primarily raised in Memphis, Tennessee mm-hmm. significant? in your experience of understanding black history, especially because of the proximity to, to Dr. King's
0: assassination. you know what? Um, I was born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't it wasn't until I was 13 that okay. I moved to, oh, okay. to Memphis. okay So those formative See, I'm learning, years now I'm learning something <laughs> So those formative years, had to do with being a part of the st louis community mm-hmm. st louis was considered the gateway to the west mm-hmm. right and so the lewis and clark expeditions mm-hmm. and in the, the experience of the expansion of america from the mississippi towards the west coast and so uh, the show me state. Yes, you know, this mentality, uh, there may be more, and I have to explore, right? Sure. so so for me, that mantra invaded my life mm. because of the education and informative mm. years. So that exploration also included intellectual exploration. So my parents wanted me to know that you didn't descend from slaves. Your people were enslaved, but overcame that obstacle in various fashions, even prior to slavery or chattel slavery in the US. There were blacks who existed in this colony who were not part of the slave trade. There were uh, people who came over in the exploration mm-hmm. there were people who served in the military or militias mm-hmm. uh, who looked like me yeah and so don't when i pick up a history book that's predominantly written by and published by and distributed by and then taught by white people yes excluded some of the stories that i listened to as a little boy now, there are four things, and I'm going to spit these out real quick, yeah. and then we. We'll, I want to talk about it even deeper. So Black History Month, it acknowledges and recognizes the contributions of blacks. Sure, of course. It's also used to educate the public. Yeah. It's also used to promote diversity and inclusion. And then finally, and this is one I probably hold on to the most, it fosters a sense of pride and identity. So, so that's where
1: I heard you speak that last point, as you were telling the story of how your parents raised you, um, and and the message that they gave you. That Black History Month is not just about learning about others; it's about learning about yourself. It's that's your, right. It's a personal history. That's month right.
0: For you. That's right. Right. It it, it to fill in the pieces. Mm-hmm of this experiment that we call America that's largely produced in a way or distributed in a way that excludes some important and significant facts.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, uh, look, Allison, my wife and I, we went into Target um, right before February 1st. Sure. I walked into Target here in Lynchburg and there is a huge display right as you walk in Mm -hmm. celebrating Black History Month. Okay. So I stopped. I took a look at things. There were some T-shirts and things like that, um, and, and I had this feeling that you know I'm not the target market here. Mm. Um, however, it it did allow my wife and I the opportunity to stop, pause, talk about it. Oh, right, it's Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Being reminded of that, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the awareness factor, yeah, I think for us was was really important. Sure. Um, but like I said I don't I don't think we were the target pardon the pun we weren't the target audience right yeah
0: what well, you know what I I think what I would like to do in my lifetime is to make it okay uh not for cultural appropriation but make it okay for people of various ethnicities to celebrate Black History Month much like we celebrate uh, Mardi Gras, right?
1: Right. Or, now you're uh, talking St. Patrick's Day. Now you're day. talking. <laughs> right.
0: Well, right. Or uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. Isn't that interesting, though? St. Patrick's Day, uh,
1: the day when everybody claims to be Irish. Come on. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, could you imagine uh, uh, Black History Month where everybody claims to be black?
0: Huh. Or, or to appreciate the influence of that culture. Absolutely. And and what's wrong with uh, wearing a clover leaf right. when you're not from Irish descent, <laughs> right? Nobody questions that. No, no. But if I have red, black, yellow, and green on, uh-huh. then some kind of way I'm selling out to my whiteness uh. rather than saying, "Hey, I celebrate my brother or my sister," but and their contribution to America. Well, and here's what I'll say to that. Mm-hmm. is that if
1: I were to wear a T-shirt that celebrated those colors in the Black History Month, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I would be concerned about what my white brothers and sisters would say. I'd be more concerned about what my African-American brothers and sisters would say and, and whether or not it would appear to them that I'm appropriating
0: mm-hmm. in some kind of way. It's It just depends on how you carry yourself mm-hmm. as you're wearing it. Okay. Uh, just like your uh, NAACP card. Right, right. You know, for those who have an affinity for the work of the mm-hmm. NAACP, mm-hmm. when you're at a meeting or at some type of gathering and you disclose that mm-hmm. or you're in their midst, they don't treat you like you're a white mm-hmm. American. Mm-hmm. They treat you like another brother or uh, someone who is along that same affinity line.
1: right. Yeah. I, I remember being a, a college student at LSU mm-hmm. in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Go, go Tigers. Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> well, Memphis Tigers. That's right. right. We I, can say go Tigers hey, together.
0: I could say it. we even got it. that in college. That's my uh, <laughs> alma mater, there so you, there I appreciate you go. So that. So we're both
1: Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was at LSU is when the uh, national recognition for Martin Luther King Day mm-hmm. yeah. was instituted. And it was while I was there that, you know, the post office closed, the banks closed, and the university shut down okay. for a day. Yeah. Now, as a white kid in South Louisiana, I'm, all right, let's, let's have a day off. <laughs>
0: right, right, right.
1: right. Um, but again, it, I didn't understand it in the context of why this, why this day, this holiday, was important to me mm. as a young white kid, mm. right? Yeah. Um, it, it felt like, well, it's the black holiday right but we get to have off there there was a great there was a great stand up i think it was chris rock okay who made this great joke who said you know you've got to be really racist to not want to take a day off of work
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah right right I mean,
1: and, and and i remember hearing that and it really hit me it's like
0: yeah wow oh, that's that's wow. really dumb <laughs> yeah. listen i i think back and i said hmm Three Kings Day. Most Hispanic or Latinos uh, who also celebrate Christmas also celebrate Three Kings. Right. Uh, Epiphany. In in the Episcopal Church, we call it the Feast of the Epiphany. Yep. The Feast of the Epiphany. Right. Uh, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, well, there you go. You know, uh, there are other cultural uh, observances throughout our year Mm -hmm. but somehow there's a lot of negativity around
1: Mm. black history month that's fascinating because you used the saint patrick's example earlier which i think is genius Mm. but even cinco de mayo yes i mean who's packing the mexican (laughs) restaurants on
0: on may 5th it's a bunch of white people a bunch of white people yeah and black people. Okay. Who, who like tacos. <laughs> yeah. And some Chips who and like... salsa
1: and margaritas. Chi- and margaritas, and right? And you got to have your annual corona. <laughs> you know,
0: all of those things. <laughs> and, and so I think the sensitivity comes with the black eye to American mm. history is the enslavement and the treatment and then the systematic oppression of people of color who happened to fall from African descent. And what I mean by that is that even after slavery was deemed uh, illegal and should be uh, uh, abolished in the US, there developed from that this uh, Jim Crow era, Mm -hmm. where there were systematic laws which made it legal to uh, Continue to oppress the advancement mm. of a people group. I, I loved.
1: I loved the phrase that you used. Mm. A black eye on American history. Yeah, slavery is a black eye. The the, the that is packed with so much. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, visual meaning there.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is awesome.
1: You know there there are. Uh, I've heard a lot of racist things in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. Um, I've heard it even within my own family, mm, right? Yeah. Not my mom and dad, but, but extended family, sure, sure. Uh, grandparents, things. Um, and what I know about the way some folks think mm-hmm. is they would ask the question, well, if we're going to have a Black History Month, why aren't we going to have a White History Month?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, what do you say? What do, what can I say to that? You know what, I, again... One of the aims is to educate. Mm -hmm. For me, for Black History Month, we're educating. Mm -hmm. We're filling in some gaps. Right. You know, uh, there's a privilege in being people of power. The person with power holds the pen and they write the books. So the history that you get is the one they want you to have. Oh, that is power. That's power. That is power. That's absolute power. So is it that they don't know that these contributions are made or did they choose to include those contributions as being significant? Right. And so uh, my whole life is not to just instill a pride in myself and my own community, Mm -hmm. but to uh, also use this as an opportunity to help other people see that there are some other things about our history and our existence together Mm -hmm. and the contributions that were uh, brought to us and affording us this leadership in the global world Mm -hmm. were largely by people who were just making the best out of what they had. And I think that's part of the spirit of America we make the best out of what we have amen and I'll go back to this black eye piece because black eyes may obscure vision for a while mm. but a black eye is not the loss of a lot uh, of an eye yeah but an opportunity for it to heal
1: yeah
0: and I think we can go through life uh, in this healing journey till our vision is totally restored amen. But you don't ignore the black eye. You care for the black eye. Right, right. You, you're intentional about That's helping right. it to recover and you to don't, restore You full don't vision. shut it
1: down and say, well, we're
0: going to depend on that other eye completely. Exactly. Right? We'll discard that eye. Right. Uh, or that right. part of our experience. Exactly. Yeah. This has been fascinating. I think it's been great, man. Really, really enjoying it.
1: Thank you so much. And thank you for, for the Facebook posts that you've been doing this mm. month. With uh, various uh, heroes, uh, yeah. see, I almost said black heroes. Yeah, yeah, heroes. But just heroes. Heroes no. and she ros <laughs> That's exactly right. Wow. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, to our next episode.
0: Hey, man, I love that we're brothers. Not just brothers, but we're what? Blood, blood, blood brothers. brothers. <laughs> Amen. God bless Amen. you, man. God, God bless. You. bless you.